and welcome to Mata Pidgey Summer <laughs> Series. Summer Sessions. Summer Sessions. Summer Sessions. I got it. I did too much it. of this match brewery bearing <laughs> thing going. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we got a special guest we today. We do. We have a very special guest. Tell us who this one is. He is my pig brother. Your pig brother. My pig brother. Uh, why? Well, because we ate a pig together once and we bonded over the pork. Oh, you could do that. We have with us today yes. none other none other than Nigel Harvey. Hello, Nigel Harvey's. Hello, guys. And you know who Nigel is? No. Right? That's what everybody's that's what everybody's <laughs> asking no, no, no. right now. He's wearing a beautiful Aprilia. Nigel, hat Nigel is together. a grey eminence. He he is the power. Oh. He's the marketing director of oh. Aprilia Australia, Motoguzzi oh. Australia, oh. and Triumph Australia. Now my new best friend. Now your new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Nigel. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. Well, you say that now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Firstly, let me apologise to you once again for throwing down your marvellous motor guzzy into the fucking god. Oh. As I said, uh, Boris, you always try your best, and uh, eventually uh, one of them's going to stick. Yeah. So uh, you know, we'll replace it, and you can have another. Go. <laughs> yeah, stick it into a wall. What about so Fredo? I, 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 he's supposed to give to me, and he crash it. I was trying it out. Oh, I was running it in oh, for you. Yeah, this bullshit. This <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, you were never. Don't give it, it to him. Neither <laughs> give it. Give it to Fredo. All right, Nigel, you, you represent three three of the most exciting motorcycle importers on earth, right? It, 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 the, the English and John Bloor's magnificent triumph um, escapades. Yes. Um, you've been my, my, my friend and my bike pimp for, for decades now, <laughs> and I love you dearly. Um, but that aside, you've also been a supporter of our podcast, which is great. Um, so what we want to talk to you about this year is a couple of things. Moto P, Moto GP, obviously, and how Aprilia, how, how you feel Aprilia is going to go with a satellite team, how the captain's going to run this year and whether the captain will actually see the year out or not, um, whether, whether Ma- Maverick's um, mental issues have resolved themselves or he's been medicated to the point where he can actually race a motorcycle competitively. Or can the people's champion beat them all? Or the, the people's champion beat them Fernandez's. all? Fernandez's. Yeah, or Fernandez's, the people's champion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what, are you, what are your thoughts on, on Aleish going forward before we get stuck into you know, tri- uh, Triumph and Motoguzzi? Tell, tell, us, tell us what you feel about how it went this year. Well, I think, um, I mean, first half of the season was unbelievable for Aleish and you could see, you know, he was consistent right up until the very end of the season and I think that, you know, whether that was pressure or whether that was, you know, he, he made some comments about, you know, the team not being ready to win a championship, um, which, you know, <laughs> I guess you got to take that with a grain of salt from the riders. But but for my mind, um, you know, the key was that the, the bike was, was a, a viable option, you know, with fast on, on almost all of the tracks. And, uh, and there was an element of consistency right up until the end. So I think for Aleish, I mean, it's going to be hard to back up that season, especially the intensity. You know, the seasons are getting long. It's getting longer next year, yeah, obviously. Yeah, we're off to um, Kazakhstan and India. Yahoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, look, I, I think uh, I think Aleish is, is going to be strong, but also there's some, with some of the rider movements, you know, there's also going to be some more – depth in the field especially uh, at Ducati as well and that's gonna that's gonna be harder you know they seem pretty hard to pass and and that seemed to be you know the braking and the outright speed of the Ducati made it super difficult for, for almost all of the manufacturers but I, the Ducati. so look, I think Alay will be there and about I mean for me the really exciting one 
Um, you know, Vinales is clearly super quick when everything's right. Um, but Oliveira, I mean, he, wow. he's come out in testing. And yes. Gone, hey, like, you know, I was just trying to get comfortable and I'm P4. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what Oliveira can do uh, next year for sure. I think Oliveira is my tip. If you want to have a punt and you want to get on someone at decent odds, Oliveira will be paying eight to one to win the world championship, and I reckon he'll be Cause the a bike, lot closer the, than the that. The bike is magnificent. Oliveira was comfortable from it from from the well, get go. I, I said it in, it. Our, in our last podcast. I said I've I've got some contacts that have gone there from the Suzuki team that have moved to Aprilia, mm. and and when they started pulling this thing apart and having a look at the data, they said they can't believe they didn't win the world championship this year. They said the bike's, yeah. bike's good enough. Look, it's not a bad, not a bad tip because if if Europe have a very wet summer, yeah, Oliver will be all over it. The fuck, yeah, <laughs> yeah the fuck. But you know what? I I think Aprilia did very good because they is still in the contention until the third last round of yeah. the championship, and yeah. That's, yeah. that's the that's, the wheels fell off that bus slowly, but they fell off. Well, and yeah, we did well, it. We caused it. Remember? <laughs> remember at Jack Miller's Bucks party, we had Alex Cudlin on the show. Yep. And we said to Alex, what's your prediction for, for the captain? And he said, the wheels are about to fall off the bus. <laughs> and, that's, and that's when it happened. <laughs> yeah, he started much. going backwards at that point. So it's Alex Cudlin's fault. Yes, but I, I think it's important that Aprilia has now a satellite team. It'll help them a lot. Oh, but how can it not? I mean, Yamaha's lost its satellite team and Aprilia's gained, up the, one. gained one. Yes. And I mean, I never thought I'd be sitting here talking to you guys with more Aprilia's on the grid in MotoGP yeah. than Yamaha's. That yeah. is a yeah. unbelievable turn of events. Um, and it's amazing, you know, from my kind of brand hat on, it's an amazing um, thing to be looking at that for next season. But, look, you know, the team's really committed. I, I've worked with a number of manufacturers now and you see some that go into racing and, uh, you know, if the season doesn't come, if the world championship doesn't come, whatever class it's in, you know, it's the, the funding gets pulled. And from what I, I can see and speaking to the team, that's not the case. You know, they're, it's in the DNA. They're not going anywhere. They're getting good results. So for my mind, they're going to go from strength to strength. And, you know, Fernandez, you know, I, I think he can do really well. Um, and, you know, hopefully the, the team culture and everything's a good fit for him and, and he can he can succeed in that environment. I think, you know, you know what it's like, Boris, riders that can bang in the wet, you know, they've got the talent there, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what, yeah, what I, the I know fuck all is. About you can that. bang in the wet, you can bang in the wet. And I think if you look at Oliveira, clearly that was the level of for the, the, the KDM, you know. Imagine what he does when you give something. Well, that's it. That, that's it. They're getting, they're getting on one of the most sorted bikes on the grid. And, and, yeah, the riders say that, the observers say that. Everyone's saying the Aprilia is, is the real deal. And if they had some, you know, Perhaps far. I mean, Vinales is is fundamentally quicker than Espargaro, right? On his day, yes. You know, he he always has been. He's he's, he's always been. You know, one, one of the, the the aliens to my mind. Sure, he's got a few sort of <laughs> well, you, medication issues, but he's he's getting better. But we've known the Aprilia's the real deal for quite yeah, some time. But with Oliveira on it, um, Mother of God. I mean, they really arrived 
you know, in the sport bike world, in the in the high performance sport bike world, with Max Biaggi in the world yeah. superbike, right? He got well, won the world yeah. the world title. Uh, Rossi and, ride and, one. and Gigi was working for them. Yeah. He was the the boss yeah. of Aprilia, then. Yep. and he got stolen into uh, to, to Ducati. So they've had to catch up a bit. They, when they lost Gigi, they had to catch up, and and this is the the result of them catching up. And this year they take on Aprilia are looking after their own team. You know, they're not having somebody else running, f- running it for them. Yep. And they, they, they're doing a great job. And this, I, I rode an RSV4 factory. That fucking shit moved like a bastard. <laughs> yeah. It's scarf right now. I know they're the real deal. But, you know, there's another level in MotoGP and they found it. Now they just got to keep it going. I, I, I rejoice at the rise of the Europeans. Yeah. You know, th- th- this is the time of the Europeans. I mean, Ducati's had to put fucking eight motorcycles out there to attain a world championship. Eight. Yeah, right. but they got it. <laughs> they got it, but they had to put eight bikes out there, and I'm sure they were going to put another two out there <laughs> next year if they didn't get it. So, but we, no one wants to see a fucking Ducati World Championship. I want Aprilia there. I want the other Italian manufacturer to bring it. Yes, and they're going to bring it. Yes, absolutely. So, Nige, apart from Aprilia, you also have Triumph. Yes, and I have a fat. For the Rocket Three, as you know, it's the hill I die on. To me, to me, it's it's the greatest motorcycle ever built. Are we talking about this again? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. I want to fucking talk about we it because a fucking it. Rocket Three get fucked. <laughs> all right, two point five liters. Eat my balls. All right, that's what it does. It says eat my balls and then fucks off. Well, when Nigel gives me one to ride, I'm, no. I'll get on board. Only I can have them. <laughs> Nige, Nige. Tell me what's happening in Rocket 3 World next year. Rocket 3 World? Well, after that, it sounds like you need one again. Like, <laughs> I need one. I want one. I must have hungry. one. Like, I, I, I feel like we've been through this before where I give it to you for a long time and then I take it away and you cry. And need <laughs> that, that, that's a circle of life. But you've, you've – honestly, dude, you fucked me with that. That bike does everything I want a bike to do. I think, I think you should give it to me just to no! piss him off. <laughs> Well, I'll Rocket just, 3. I'll just uh, do burnouts you know, past your there's, house. There's some cool stuff coming for Rocket 3. Um, and, you know, like I think Triumph really kind of hit its stripes with some of the limited editions that they've done, That you know, the TFC customs and things like that. Yeah, yeah. They are uh, – one of the most incredible things I've seen um, was we had a, 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 a Rocket 3 that was set up to go to the Salt Lake and race at Lake Gairdner. Yep. And, um, you know, we wanted to do a few bits and pieces with the Rocket 3, so we hired an airstrip. And, um, and you know, my good friend, Lukey, uh, Lukey Luke, the stunt ah, rider. Ah, Lukey Luke, he, that's Australia's third best stunt rider. That's the one. That's him, <laughs> He's yeah. retired. Yeah, oh, yeah. Retired? Retired yeah. rider now. Yeah, that's right. And anyway, he, um, he, I said, hey, do you think you can do a stunt on the Rocket? Anyway, um, I was driving the van that's following, he's following that, and he's trying to do a burnout, rolling burnout on this thing, and he's doing about 100k, and he could do it from 100k an hour, and he was skidding the front wheel to get that huge rear tyre to spin, Um, and then a guy turned up with a helicopter, it was at a helipad, and I said, oh, do you think you can chase that bike down down the drag strip, you know? And uh, and guess yeah, yeah, I think I can. So there's this footage of Lukey doing this. He, he he could literally smoke the tire the entire length of a runway at about 130k an hour. Um, at that bike, it is something special. So yeah, um, 
something exciting coming, you'll you'll get to plant your. Uh, I, I, I love talking to marketing. I love asking marketing blokes or marketing directors what they're going to bring out next year because they never fucking tell me anything. They just cock tease. Yeah. They go, yeah, there's something exciting yeah. coming. And yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, in yeah. my mind's eye, I'm seeing, yeah. oh, my God, they're going to do this. They're going to they're put a fucking turbo on it. They're like right? strippers. They're like strippers. Yeah. You yeah. bitches are like table dancers, right? Lap dancers. <laughs> Lap dancers. A lot of you. I'd put it in. <laughs> I'd put it in. Put it in. <laughs> no. You can't put it in, right? Why? I look forward to that, but but just ge- generally, oh, I mean, I, I've ridden some some stunning triumphs this year. I rode the um, the Speed Triple RS, which is another jewel like thing that that that, that the, the blue people have, have produced. What, what what a stunning thing that was! Yeah, yeah, amazing. And you know, it, it's so funny how many times in Triumph Land you get asked for you know fully fed. Um, Speed triple, or you know, the, the Daytona with the 755 <laughs> mode, you know, all those sorts of things. People just absolutely love it. Um, amazing bike, and and I think you know, for us, um, you know, this next next year is uh, really the the launch of um, of the new uh, street triple as well. Yep, and uh-huh. that's going to be super exciting. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's a secret that. That there's a new model coming out, and uh, have you read, ridden the seven six five Street Triple? Yeah, uh, I mean yeah, yeah, that yeah. Street Triple yeah, RS yeah. is yeah, one that. of you know it, it's effectively I guess the, the framework for the Moto Two engine. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it is an absolute honey to ride. I mean, so the, that's going to be really exciting. Um, I, mean, I think we should do it at the track, and you, you know. Maybe that, eat another pig together. That, that's all. That's all. Nice. Yeah, me and the track is always fucking hilarious. Um, look, I, I think that that um, you guys have cornered. I mean, you know, you know this whole fucking retro shit that everyone's getting on 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 track about at the moment. Mm. And you know the, the the Indians are producing the Royal Enfield. They think it's the Royal Enfield, but it's not. But they like fucking that. rubbish, right? But but try the triumph. And I hate to use that word retro, but the old style triumphs. Right, that with that beautiful tank, are uh, still some of the most visually beautiful motorcycles. Yes, aesthetically, they hit every box. But well, a, a Triumph Thruxton is is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Ever seen? Yeah, ever it's, seen. It's, it's up there. Yes, but even even the the, the other ones, you know, the the the, 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 the which ones, Nigel, the the ones I'm talking about. Ah, oh, the bonnies, you know, the, the bonnies T-120 and shit. Yeah, yeah, T one twenty. They're fucking gorgeous, just to look at, yeah. and they work. They work. I mean, yeah, okay. They're, they're, and Triumph also, I like the fact that they're a premium product. Yeah. They're not, you know, just a fucking bunch of rubbish thrown together in some factory but somewhere. I own the, I own the, I own the 1974 Bonnie, Bonneville, yep. right? Yep. And it was a lovely bike, beautiful. A long time ago. And it was nice. It wasn't fast, but it looked great. I jumped on a 2017 Bonneville. Get fuck! Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like. It's be, still look beautiful. Like modern. But go like a bastard. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh Boris, God. I don't need to remind you of uh, some of our trips around Tasmania. The best you know, motorcycle. Uh, that was that the was you know you best say motorcycle that, launch that, ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and we had some seriously. Capable riders, and it was a lot of fun. Oh. Uh, and 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 they were getting punted along pretty well, uh, all while being comfortable. And you know, and they look like a, you know, like you said, like a seventy-three Bonnie. Yeah, right? yeah, that's the thing. No, I mean, yeah, bravo, bravo with for Triumph doing that. I mean, like I said, the, the, the third most exciting brand, of course, is Motoguzzi. 
you know, what's left of them yeah. <laughs> after you fucking smashed them into well, walls. Well, that's not me, but the entire press corps has demolished them. Yeah, didn't you say someone crashed one into a car? Yeah. Tried to, tried to <laughs> yeah, jump it and jumped it into his jump. wife's car? What, yeah. the, what the fuck? I don't know. That was terrible. Why are you giving this idea to bake then? <laughs> but, but, but also Nigel Crowley, unfortunately, came a gutter as well on his. Yeah, well, he's a big boy. Yeah, but he's a big boy. I saw Nigel the other day. He was aching a bit, but he's, he's getting better. But... um. I, I have I, I have this thing that everyone once in their life must own a Motoguzzi. You mm. gotta own one. You just have to to understand. I nearly did because they're the submariners of the motorcycle world. The submariners, yeah, they're weird. Yeah, Motoguzzi but... riders are weird. <laughs> but they, right? oh, but riders, most oh, yeah. Motoguzzi fanatics, they don't own one. They own all of them. They own three, five, seven, ten. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you, Andrew Williams. <laughs> I know who you are. They, they just own lots of them. Because they loved them. Tell me, Nigel. The other thing is about Motoguzzi for me, and, you know, it's different to every other motorcycle manufacturer. When you go to uh, Mondello Delario, you know, the factory um, on the shore of Lake Como. Kind of like a Como, beautiful. I've yeah. been there, beautiful. And you go there and you actually see that the people that are making them are the same generations of families that have lived in that town or yeah. in their surrounding towns. You know, you are buying a handmade Italian uh, motorcycle, and it's not trying to be the fastest or have no, the best electronics. No, or no. it's not. It's not where they're at. It's you're buying something that's made there. You know, and the factory is is you know yeah, it's modernised, but it's um it's still very much what it was. You know, um, hundred years ago, and I think that's um really really cool. So. You know, and, and, and I like that. I mean, I don't know. You guys remember the V11 Sport? I'd, I'd yeah. have a V11 Sport in a heartbeat yeah. to, yeah. to yeah. cruise around. They were capable. They looked awesome. And I think, you know, you look at um, Moto Guzzi and, and some of the, the bikes that's coming out, uh, the V100, that's going to be an exciting one. I'm looking forward to that very much so. I mean, Moto Guzzi has, has cracked a little bit in the, in the adventure bike market. That That's a really good thing that I rode. And I love the fact you painted it red and yellow. And you got another colour as well. Like the red and yellow one was great. But when I rode the, the, the one, I, like the V7 Speziale is beautiful. To behold, yeah, it's it's the whole you know girl on the back summer dress, you know. It, it, to me, it's Europe. To me, it's Europe. But, that, right? but that, that is funny because back in the seventies, sixties, seventies, seventies is when they're the high point. When they were racing, yeah, right. Mm. This came from a race background. I never forget that beautiful old Le Mans bike that they oh, had. The Le Mans, the Mark II, Mark beautiful. Three Le Mans. Oh, I want to see them come make a comeback one day. But I tell you, you don't need. Yeah, what is the? Sometimes I think, what is the fucking point of having these fucking bikes that can go fucking three hundred and twenty kilometers an hour? Well, there's no point. There's no fucking point. Somebody it's bragging, bragging rights for these things are beautiful. They're beautiful, and they go fucking faster than you can ride them anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> for most of us, anyway. Yeah, fast enough to put you in prison. <laughs> no, but um, look, the the, the 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 engine configuration is gorgeous. You know, it's 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 that sort of. Transverse V twin. Yeah. It, it's yeah. just it works on on every level aesthetically, um, and you, you know the the days of the old motor Gucci that were unreliable or you threw up all sorts of problems. They're over. They're gone. You know, people still fuckwits still bellyache about that. They bellyache about Ducatis. These are the same fuckwits who who want two strokes to come back. You know, and <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm, hey, be- I'm better. Shut up, about me. shut up, yeah. I'm better than ABS. No, motherfucker, you're not better than ABS. Stop it, right? <laughs> but they exist. And I think, you know, the, 
the, the fact that the Mandela Delaria still builds these these gorgeous, gorgeous things yes. is a lovely is a lovely, it, lovely it is, gesture is. to the motorcycle world. Yes. So yeah. So there. So there. <laughs> <laughs> So what is happening in next year with the, with the, with the, your things? What do you got? What's the big thing you maybe see at ICMA that you can't wait to get your hands on? Oh, I think um, you know V100 is going to be really cool. You know that again for me. I'm a big uh, a big kind of V11 sport fan in Moto Guzzi. So V100 for me, um, you know. The, the bike has active aero. You know, it has little winglets that you can pop out. I mean, who doesn't yes. do that? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what you've always been waiting for. But so it. I think that's going to be cool. You know, new new power power uh, plant for that bike, which will be which will be good. Um, it looks it looks sporty, like everything I've seen. Yeah, you know, it looks like that's a that's a handler as well, which which is going to be really fun. And um, yeah, the. Uh, I have to, I have to say, the Aprilia Touareg. You know, it's always a good, um, yeah. a good test if you know you've got the keys to a bike and you don't want to give it back, and you start finding excuses to lose the keys, and you know, etc. I'm like that. That's why there's, that's why there's not one in my garage just now, right? Yeah, yeah, because I can't. Give Christmas up the keys. is coming. I need to ride it on Christmas. Let's go. I got. To, I, I want to ask something else too. For those of you, for those of us who are more inclined to, you know, enjoy going for a coffee or going to work on the nicest scooter, you can't buy a better scooter than Aprilia. No, they are the best yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a Vespa. I like. A- Fuck off. <laughs> you ride a fucking Aprilia scooter. I, I fucking I do. I do. I fucking tell you, they're the best fucking. The, you you got that? You have beautiful scooters, Aprilia. Yeah, and and you can also uh, feel like the captain, you know, while you're riding it, which is nice. You're not you know, only race-inspired scooting is a thing. Well, how do you, do you how do you feel like the captain do riding one of them? Hang on, hang on. Let's talk about. Do you guys still have that crazy 850 cc scooter? <laughs> yes, because that's fucking. No, <laughs> I wish. Oh, I wish too. That was the greatest thing. Ever. Yes. Ever. The manor was it called the manor? No, and it wasn't the manor. It was um, it was an 850 scooter. Yeah. A pretty, it was a yeah. legitimate scooter it's scooter. Stupid. And they brought it out to compete with the Yamaha fucking v, uh, T-Max. And instead it was competing with fucking sports bikes. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking insane. <laughs> you take it over the satellites and it's fucking thing just... <laughs> what the fuck? No, I like, a pretty is my kind of crazy. It's yeah. Just, that's absolutely kind of crazy. Yeah, right? you find a nice big fucking fast scooter for Friday, I'm going to ride it for you. That's what it meant there. <laughs> and what and about- you, can still, you can still put your milk and... Uh, and eggs and bread, you know, in between your legs while you're rounding up a few sports. Exactly. Bikes. If I can put a goat on it, I'm riding it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's happening with the with the your, your with the Guzis and the Aprilis and the Triumph in the in the electric market? You you got some electric bikes coming, or what are they doing there? They're not ready yet. Yeah, I think you know there's there's some scooters that are coming out um, or that are you know in development for electric, and I think everyone's in that um, development mode. Um, you know, probably Triumph's been teasing uh, you know like the equivalent a concept bike that's like the equivalent of that electric um, you know speed triple, which yep. looks unbelievable. Yep, and I think they might have had a Formula One team. It was Williams? I think it might have been Williams that did part of the kind of cooperation with them on it. Uh, that looks really exciting. It's like everyone's saying at the moment, you know, 
I think before it, it's most definitely um, a huge part of the future of every brand, but the battery technology still has a way to go before yeah, it's, absolutely. it's there. Do you think it's a matter of, to, to my mind, looking at from the outside in, it's a matter of who jumps first? Yeah, you know, and I think I think Harley Harley jumped first two years ago with too early though, and way, way too early, and and, and the wrong market, the wrong bike, wrong market, wrong bike, and it, it just it, it didn't work. But there's some very exciting electrical stuff coming up, you know, in Moto in Moto E next year. Yes, you know, mm. Ducati is now supplying it. It's yeah, you know, they understand weight is an issue, so they're going to address weight. They have addressed it. Um, I mean, the, the things are tire fries. Obviously, anyone who's ridden an electric bike, and I have, right? The, the, it's it's amazing the instant torque. That's what you got to wrap your head around. That it's just on on from nothing. Well, the interesting thing for me is Ducati's spending all this money in Moto E next year. They're going to fill the whole grid, but what they're going to do is normalise electric bikes for every manufacturer. So they're, they're yep. actually helping out every manufacturer by because they're going to prove to the world that these things are workable, yep. right? They're going to show, look, we're Ducati and we can make this work. It's a great sports bike. It's going to handle. It's going to go fast. It's going to do all these things, and therefore it legitimizes electric bikes for everyone. Yeah, so, I, I agree. And look, I have nothing but admiration for you know you, you talk about the the Harley example. You know, someone has to be first, yeah. and and it's a big move. And I think that. Doing that is um, is super exciting. So you know, it's great to see that in Moto Moto E. It's great to see other manufacturers all you know pushing really hard in that space. And you know, the brands that that kind of we represent, it's it's no different. Everyone's pushing um, pushing that envelope. And I think that'll that'll you, what you need is that kind of technology race and the and the kind of pressure on the battery suppliers to to, to make it. You know, what we there might be modifications to, to how we ride or, or the distances or the behaviour, but it's going to happen. And you know, you know me, Boris, I don't care what I'm what I'm riding so much. You know, if the feeling's there and you're having a good good time and yeah. it's you know on the end of your right hand, I'm I'm cool with it. Um, no, look, I absolutely, I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. I mean, I, I I'm of an age where electric bikes, I, they they sit awkwardly with me. Because you know, I want that 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 connection to a, an engine to an internal combustion. But I also am, am bright enough to understand that they're not coming; they're here, they're here. It, yeah. It's 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 imminent. Yeah. Um, Australia has you know certain logistical issues with supplying charging, but they'll get there. And, and you know, distance is a big problem in Australia. But the urban centres, I mean, they're, they're going to be the first to take these up. That's right. It's not going to be the country folks, right? They'll still be banging around. I mean, you know, Harley Davidson owns WA, right? Because there are no corners there, right? <laughs> and and everyone there owns a Harley. And why wouldn't you? Because yeah. there's nothing else to do but make noise and bellow along in a straight line. Um, but places like Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, and the larger urban areas like Newcastle, Wollongong will, of course, take up electric bikes because they're fucking maintenance free. There, yeah. there aren't servers. There isn't oil changes. There is just fucking sticking on a wall off you yeah. go. They're a dealer's nightmare. Yeah, yeah, absolutely a dealer's nightmare. Yeah. So what else you got, Nige? What else is coming up? Tell us, tell us. And well, what, what I want yeah. to hear from what you is what can he tell us? <laughs> he the, can't tell me anything. There's probably other things he can't <laughs> say. He's sitting there going, "I want to tell the bastard, but, but I can't, can't tell, tell the bastard." I can tell him stuff when he turns the camera off. Thirty-five thousand <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers listening to him right now. Go say it, say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, look, uh, I think, uh, you know, we've had a big year, uh, a big year this year uh, with motorcycle launches. You know, I think uh, in terms of, um, in terms of the, the releases, we're really in that mode of still trying to, you know, like a lot of other manufacturers, there's been so many people with orders. There's been so many, so many people waiting quite a long time for their their metal to arrive. We're still in that mode of going, hey, how do we get these bikes out to people? Yeah. So for us, it's about getting everyone riding them, making sure that the the dealers have got them and that the dealers have got stock, and yeah. that it's easy to get a test ride on what you want. In terms of next year, yeah, really, um, Tuareg for us is a really big focus. You know, that bike, uh, as I said to you, said to you before, Boris, and I will try and get you one for your Christmas. Uh, Christmas <laughs> that, that is a special. Torture if you're adventure, yeah. uh, adventure stuff, that's a special bike. And uh, and then, yeah, I think, you know, Street street Triple V100, That that's it for us next year. Uh, but it's uh, – there's lots of new stuff, and it's, it's a good problem to have for sure. That's excellent, mate. That's that's lovely. It's lovely to have you on, and thank you so much for sharing what you what you can with us. Yes. At this point in time, um, we look forward to maybe having you back as a sponsor next year. And I wait. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, that's that's great to hear. Um, please say hello to Chris Harris for me. It's lovely to work with Chris again. We clearly yeah. didn't put the prices up enough. <laughs> <laughs> No, no yeah, special but mates rates. Yeah, oh, mates right. rates. Okay. Mates Fair rates for, for brother yeah. Nige. He, he's after my pig brother, and yeah. I love him dearly. But uh, mate, thank you so so much, and yeah. thank you for your support. And please keep bringing in those wonderful collection of, of pommy and spaghetti flavored thingies that we love so much. Yes, because I know you do. You put a shoot or breath, motherfucker. You. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to get on the phone. Uh, you know, after this call to Italy and organise three, you know, maybe 1,200cc scooters for the three of <laughs> yes, you guys. Yes, have a, and, have uh, a word. Let's talking. go and have some fun. Have yeah, a word, brother. Yeah. Have a tick, word. Tick, tick both boxes. Can Fredo put a goat on it and how far high can he make him squeak? We, <laughs> we, we might also have a surprise for the manufacturers next year. We've got some some big big news in the works in, in terms in terms of... um. Yeah, we do. We do. We're working so, on something. You're going to tell me? Yet, Fredo and I are working on 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 something. Oh, something oh, international. Something, 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 something. something. Yeah. So yeah, stand by for that, Nigel. Thank you so so much for your time. I know it's a Saturday, and we've had our morning beers and about to head for our lunchtime beers. Grazie, ragazzi. <laughs> Grazie for all your. For, thanks, Cobra. Right. Thanks very much for having me on the show, and uh, yeah, all the best, guys. All right, bye. mate. Thanks, bye. See you, mate. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed the show. That's uh, the end of that particular summer session, and keep an eye out on our podcast. <laughs> Let me do that again. No, don't do it again. Yeah, I want to do it again. No, 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 no you're doing really you're well. Doing no, shit. Get this the fuck on with this it. This is why I'm afraid I need to do this shit. I'm fucking hopeless at it. Okay, I'll do it again. You ready? I'll start again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> what are you rooting? Stop rooting things. <laughs> He's rooting the table. Hope you're enjoying our summer sessions. We recorded all of these in like one day. Yeah. Yeah. The drug and then, case of beef. Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point, we'll record something else in early January. <laughs> we'll get together and drink and record. Yeah, yeah let's do a well, – maybe we'll do a Christmas special. But by the time they're hearing this, it's probably already Fuck past them. Christmas. Fuck have Serbian Christmas. Anyway, go to our website. <laughs> go to our website, motopg.co. MotoPG.co and follow the links. Join Patreon, you fucking cheap assholes. <laughs> fucking join up, get the good shit, and go and buy t-shirts because otherwise we can't afford Christmas presents for our poor children. I don't have any children. 
<laughs> I told you it was a bad idea to do this. Yeah, why did you let him do this? I don't know. I think it was great. That was some of stop my best Stop talking work. now. It was some of stop, my best Stop work. talking now. I thought it was good. No, stop talking. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>